Good day, it's Father Tom, and I'm glad to be with you today. Today, the 30th of November, Thursday, is the Feast of St. Andrew, Apostle and Martyr. Andrew is one of my friends. Oh, yes. When I began this radio ministry, I knew that it would have to do with Andrew. Why? Because Andrew brought Peter, his brother, to Jesus. Andrew brought the little boy with fish and loaves to Jesus. And Andrew brought the Greeks to Jesus. So I wanted it to be something pertaining to Andrew. And I said, would it be the Andrew hour? Didn't feel right. What would it be? You know, I didn't have any idea what it was going to be. But I said, Lord, you know what you want it to be. And guess what? I went to an electronics shop, and my friend was uh, had that shop for a little while before it closed. And he said to me, why don't you call the broadcast in season and out of season? That's what you preached last night. And his name was Andrew. And I knew that was the name of the broadcast, to be able to preach the word in season and out of season, when convenient and inconvenient. I'm reading from Romans uh, 10, starting with verse 9. This is all about Andrew. If you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord, do you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord? And believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Do you believe in your heart that Jesus was raised from the dead on the third day? For a man believes with the heart and so is justified. And one confesses with the mouth and so is saved. The scripture says, no one who believes in him will be put to shame. Do you believe in Jesus? You will never be put to shame. This is the word of God. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. The same Lord is Lord of all and is generous to all who call upon him. For everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We call upon the holy name of Jesus Christ. But how are they to call on one in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in one of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone to proclaim him, proclaim Jesus? And how are they to proclaim him unless they are sent? I've been sent by God and by the church. As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Do you have beautiful feet? Do you bring good news to people? Do you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the grave? Do you believe in the name of Jesus that anyone who calls upon the name of Jesus shall be saved? But we call upon your name, Jesus. Draw us to the Father. And Father, draw us to Jesus. Amen. I'm reading from the 12th chapter of St. John. Now, among those who went up to the worship festival 
were some Greeks. You know, it's very interesting. Greek philosophers didn't care about Plato or Aristotle. They only cared about the teaching of Aristotle or Plato. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and they said to Philip, Sir, we want to see Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. They were not looking at a philosophy. They want to see the man, Jesus. Sir, we want to see Jesus. Everybody in the world is saying that, and they don't even know it. That's why we need someone to preach the gospel. Until the gospel is proclaimed, they will not know who they need. And it's Jesus. Sir, we want to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew, and then Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus, and Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. That is the hour of the cross. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains but a grain of wheat. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Jesus is the grain of wheat that has gone into the ground and died and rose from the dead. And you and I, by the grace of God, are the fruit of his death and resurrection. He is that seed. Those who love their life lose it, and those who hate their life in the world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me. And where I am, there will be my servant also. Where is Jesus? I'm going to tell you, he's especially with the poor. Not only with the poor, he's especially with the poor. When we go out on Saturday, we are doing the work of God by the grace of God. We do it in the name of Jesus Christ. We do not go out as just people who helping people. We go out as people who love Jesus and we're doing what Jesus told us to do. When I was hungry, you gave me to eat. I am there. Will my servant be there also who serves me? Where is Jesus? We want to be where he is. Whoever serves me, the Father will honor. Do you serve Jesus? Do you love Jesus? Do you know the name of Jesus? You know what I do? I take the rosary beads, and what I do is I take each little bead, and I just pronounce the name of Jesus. Pronounce the name of Jesus. My salvation. My friend. My brother. My Lord. My Savior. Without him, I have nothing. Without him... I am nothing. Now my soul is troubled. And what should I say? Father, save me from this hour, the hour of glorification on the cross. No, it is for this reason that I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Oh, yes. Jesus came to glorify the name of Yahweh, Father. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it and I will glorify it again. The crowd standing there heard it and said that it was thunder. Others said it was an angel that had spoken to him. But Jesus answered, This voice 
has come for your sake, not for mine. Now is the judgment of this world, now the ruler of this world, the devil, will be driven out, and I, when I am lifted up on the cross from the earth, I will draw all men, people, to myself. Do you know that you were drawn to the heart of Jesus when he was raised up on the cross? You see, I've never heard anyone preach that, that every single person from Adam and Eve until the last person born before Jesus comes again were drawn into the broken heart of Jesus. When I am lifted up, I will draw all men, people, to myself. This is so incredible. Why do you think he died? Not only from the blood that flowed from him, but from the heartache that he endured in drawing the world to himself. Every, every generation. This is Jesus. How can we repay him? The only way to repay him is to surrender our lives to him. Surrender our lives to Jesus. He said this to indicate the kind of death he was to die. The crowd answered him, We have heard from the law that Messiah remains forever. How can you say the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? They were so blind. So blind. And you know what? Today, people are so blind. We we'll start Advent on Sunday. And you know what? We go by these homes and we see these uh, animals puffed up with water, not water, with breath, and you say, my well, gosh, they have no idea. They have no idea what Christmas is all about, what Advent is all about. They have no idea of what Jesus is all about. Oh, yes, they'll start putting icicles on their houses, but they have no idea that Jesus is the reason for the season. That's why we need preachers. That's why we need to tell people that Jesus Christ wants their life. Not only does he want part of our life, he wants our whole life. Jesus said to them, the light is with you a little longer. He is the light. Walk while you have the light so that the darkness may not overtake you. If you walk in the darkness, you do not know where you are going while you are, have the light believe in the light yes Lord you are the light so that you may become children of the light yes we are not children of darkness it says in Thessalonians but we are children of the light it says in Romans that we call God Abba Daddy Father Papa oh yes we are not children of the darkness but children of the light because of what Jesus has done for us because of the cross burial and resurrection of Jesus after Jesus had said this he departed and hid from them although he had performed so many signs in their presence they did not believe in him each sign was to point to Jesus they still don't believe what must be done for them to believe? You know, what must be done? 
Bartimaeus, his eyes were open, and he followed Jesus up to Jerusalem. I believe Bartimaeus was there when Jesus died. The man born blind, another one. Jesus opened his eyes. Lazarus, he raised him from death to life. Where were all these people when Jesus went to the cross? They were not to be found, only the holy women who stood a little distance from the cross. This was so to fulfill the word spoken by the prophet Isaiah. Lord, who has believed our message and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? And so they could not believe because Isaiah also said, he has blinded their eyes. Are your eyes blinded today? Then take your hands and put them on your eyes and say in the name of Jesus, no more spiritual blindness. No more spiritual blindness. And the hardened heart, take your hand on your heart and say no more hardened heart. No more hardened heart so that they might not look with their eyes and understand with their heart and turn and I would heal them. Isaiah said this because he saw his glory and spoke about him. Nevertheless, many, even of the authorities, believed in Jesus, but because of the Pharisees, they did not confess it. They cared more about what people think than about who Jesus was. And you know what? There's a lot of people like that. They will never mention the name of Jesus. They might be Christians. But they care what people think. And they will not mention the name of Jesus. How sad. You see, Andrew was so filled with Jesus that he had to tell everybody about Jesus. Let's continue. But because of the Pharisees, they did not confess it for fear that they would be put out of the synagogue. And you know what? Those who confessed the risen carpenter were put out of the synagogue. That's when they started to have their own little churches in their homes. For they loved human glory more than the glory that comes from God. Isn't that sad? human glory let me tell you it doesn't last oh I've seen people come they were given a job uh, in the diocese and it was wonderful they were so happy but I said Good Friday is coming you see everything doesn't end in happiness sometimes it ends in suffering and what are we going to do with that suffering we're going to ask the Lord to take it away, but until he takes it away, we're going to ask to join it to the cross. You see, I've seen bishops come, and oh, they were so happy when they were installed. I said, wait, Good Friday is coming, and they'll have to pay for it. This is real. This is real. It is not easy to be a bishop, I'll tell you. It is not easy to be a Christian. This is real. This is real, but God holds us to the uh, way of pronouncing his name. Then Jesus cried aloud, Whoever believes in me, believes not in me, 
but in him who sent me that's the father the father Jesus was sent by the father and whoever sees me and sees him who sent me whoever sees me sees him who sent me I have come as the light of the world so that everyone who believes in me should not remain in darkness again do you believe in Jesus then you are not in darkness you might feel darkness but you are in the light I remember going to the library when I was a seminarian and I had had the hardest day that day I thought I was going to crack up and I just called God and I called I called help and I was drawn to the foot of the, the majesty of God but it was all darkness the light was so bright that it looked like darkness and all the stuff that was rotating in my heart ceased that day do you call upon the name of Jesus everyone who believes in me will not remain in darkness I do not judge anyone who hears my words and does not keep them for I came not to judge the world but to save the world people are afraid of God they think that he's going to uh, do a lightning bolt to their ear because they've been not been good I tell you Jesus came to seek and save that which was lost are you lost today then call upon the name of Jesus Jesus came to seek and save the ones who were lost he came to save the world the one who rejects me and does not receive my word has a judge on the last day guess what the judge will be does not receive my word has a judge on the last day the word that I have spoken will serve as the judge for I have not spoken on my own but the father who sent me has himself given me a commandment about what to say and how to say it this is a very important we need to know what to say and we need to know how to say it when we are witnessing to people about Jesus we need to be gentle we don't come on like gangbusters what to say and how to say it we just want to tell them our experience with Jesus how he became the savior of our lives you see people cannot deny your experience they may deny theology but they can't deny your experience and your experience is real you say but I didn't get freed from drugs that's that's okay what is your experience that's what you share with people what Jesus has done for you and I know that his commandments his commandment is eternal life what I speak therefore I speak just as the father has told me again Jesus speaks through revelation he never does anything that the father has not told him to do he never does a sign unless the father gave him that experience to do the sign and so on the feast of Saint Andrew I, I love these readings because they so much uh, talk about Andrew without talking about him but they talk about Andrew without talking about him 
I have about six minutes and I don't want to start uh, the next chapter so I want to continue to talk to you about the, the importance of praying for people who preach the gospel not everyone who preaches preaches the gospel they might preach about this or they might preach about that but what about Jesus? Our preaching must be Christ-centered. Our preaching must be about the Lord Jesus Christ and his power. Our preaching should be like what Andrew does, drawing people to Jesus, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Last night at Holy Rosary, I was not here. The Spanish people came to worship God in song and I heard it was just absolutely wonderful they worshipped God from 7.30 till 9 o'clock they're coming back next Wednesday I heard it was wonderful they needed a church to do it in so I said you can do it in my church no one wanted them but you see <laughs> I say more prayer in my church that means people are going to be healed more because the more God's presence is saturating the church the more people get blessed and get healed this is, this is real this is real see I don't see things the way ordinary people see things you know they went from house to house from church to church can we pray in your church someone said there were about 200 people our church has never had 200 people and they were worshipping God one, one person sent me a message awesome it was awesome it was awesome this is what it's all about it's not all about me it's not all about you it's about Jesus it's about worship it's about loving God and it's about loving people I know what God is going to ask us on the last day he's going to say did you learn to love did you learn to love my Lord how we need to take those words and let them sink in our heart that I learned how to love that doesn't mean that you would like everybody but that you wish everybody the best that you wish everybody the glory of God have you learned to love my mouth is dry right now I'm doing the best I can what have we learned today what have we learned today we learned that Jesus was the, the Greeks were brought to Jesus and Philip and Andrew brought them to Jesus and they said we want to see Jesus we don't want to hear his teaching we want to see the man oh yes he's the man with the plan do you know that today that even in your life he has a plan you say I'm too old I remember going to a woman who was in her 90's and I asked her if she wanted to give her life to Jesus 
She said, I'm too old. I said to her, Dear, you're just a baby. God is eternal. God has no time. So you're just a baby to him. So she prayed that Jesus would come into her heart and that the Lord would save her. This happened when I was a seminarian in Dorchester. Mattapan, I mean. All these things, all these stories, these stories build me up. People call me up, and someone called me up today and said, you know what, I'm going to send you $150 because you've been saying you're coming off of some stations. And you know, he's right. Uh, just yesterday, we went through the stations and we cut out uh, two of the stations. We cut them out. O sacrament most holy, O sacrament divine, all praise and all thanksgiving be every moment thine. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Please help us so we don't have to go off of many more stations. I cannot put myself in debt. I will not be in debt because I will not be able to pay bills. So if this broadcast is a blessing to you, you can write Father Tom, Post Office Box 602, East Boston, Mass, 02128, or you can go to inseason.net and leave something on PayPal. May God bless you today and fill you with ardor to preach the word of Jesus in season and out of season. God bless you.